Welcome everybody to the Nerd Pool Podcast, the podcast where we talk pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything else that's on my mind. So sit back, grab your snack, and listen in as I rant and rave about everything we know and love. What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Pool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the JMIE, your 44th favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa, down the road of nerdiness. Today's episode, we got a lot going on. The Paul brothers are acting stupid again. The Rock is back in football. We have AEW Hills, and we have Raw Underground, so let's just hop right in and start off. Raw, Monday Night Raw, the... The, the epicenter of professional wrestling, a Monday night staple along with Monday night football that has been going since 1993 and is the longest running episodic television show in television history. It's losing every one of its viewers. At one point, this was pulling in 9, 10 million people for two hours every Monday night. 10 million people stopped what they were doing and watched Monday Night Raw brought to you by the WWE, the the, epi- the epitome, the epicenter of professional wrestling. And for years, it was the end-all, be-all. And we have gotten down, and a granted part of this is going to be due to the pandemic. I get that. But because of bad creative, a lot of bad creative, we have now got down to, they just have drawn their lowest rating in history with 1.4 million people watching. 1.4 million down from 10 million. That is an, a huge drop. Now, granted, it didn't happen overnight. I'm not saying like last week was 10 million. This was in the 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 the, the heights of the Attitude Era in the mid to late 90s. I mean, so it's been 20 plus years, 21, 23 years around that. It's, you know, as a drop-off, which, you know, you can say that it, there's a lot of stuff going on, but that's still a big drop-off, and creative has a lot to do with it. However, due to that, WWE has thrown something against the wall to see if it sticks. The brainchild of Shane McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, Raw Underground, at the top of the third hour, every Monday night, we're seeing, for lack of a better term, skits of in a dungy warehouse with a ring with no ropes, and it's a shoot-fight type deal. The guys are getting in there, and they're shoot-fighting. There's no rules. There's half-naked women dancing around on a stage. There's low music just thumping in the background. Just <laughs> this, is, this is what's going to bring the ratings in. It is laughable, y'all. It, it, unless there's a story going with this, it makes no no sense. They're trying to make it like an underground fight club. So I guess Shane McMahon has broken the first rule of fight club. And if you know what the first rule is, you know what he broke. I'm not going to tell you the first rule of fight club if you don't know the first rule of fight club. Okay. But apparently he has broken it because he has got cameras there. And with this no rules going on, it is insane. We have no rules. Anything can happen. But the minute you get punched... And fall to the ground. They'll call the fight. Fight. I'm using air quotations. You can't see me, I know. But I'm using air quotations around the word fight. It's a worked shoot fight. Okay, they're having guys from the performance center, the, the underlings, the ones you don't see on TV. And they're having their some of their stars. You know, they, they've had um, Eric from the Viking Raiders, Dolph Ziggler, uh, 
Bobby Lashley, some of these people who have legitimate backgrounds and have done MMA or collegiate wrestling, you know, they're so they're kind of they they would fit in that. And then you have Diaconte or Diaconte or uh, I can't even pronounce how it's done. He used, he was the former Baba Tunde, and I'm not joking that that was really his name. He's a seven foot tall guy, um, and they have him in there, and he's supposed to be the badass, I guess. He's a, he's a big guy. This last time, he grabbed a dude by his junk and twisted it. That's right, the old dick twist. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, I know Vince McMahon is laughing about it. He's just in the back chuckling. Ha ha, this is great. This is good shit. It's not, guys. And and the ratings haven't really improved. I know a lot of people... I, they, they might have jumped a bit, you know, like a, a couple hundred thousand. It's just from people watching to see how what this is and to laugh at it. It's not going to work unless there's, like I said, unless there's some kind of story going on with this. I don't see where this goes. I mean, a, they, they tried the Brawl for All, which was legitimate shoot fighting. And it is panned as one of the worst ideas in pro wrestling history. This is a worked shoot fight. And I think it's, if, unless they do something spectacular, it's going to go down that same way because it's, it's ridiculous. There's no reason for what it's doing. It doesn't advance anybody's career. It's not helping get anybody over. It's just a side project for what Shane McMahon did, does because apparently he's a huge MMA fan. He really is. He trains jiu-jitsu. He trains uh, mixed martial arts. He loves it. He's, he wanted the, his dad to buy the UFC before the Fertitas brought it in the early 2000s. I mean, he really is a big thing of this, and this is his brainchild, and I, he wants us to work. But I, I just don't see how this is going to bring ratings. I don't see how this is going to work. I know they're trying to feed off the nostalgia of the Attitude Era and anything can go. But there's better ways to do anything can go than doing this worked fake fight thing. And yes, professional wrestling is a worked shoot fight in general. I mean, it's a work fight. We all know that. But this this just kind of looks hokey and it doesn't. it's not coming off as, as helping anybody or advancing anybody's career. It's just coming off as... A, a vanity project for somebody and we'll see how it goes but I fully intend within the next you know within less than a month I fully intend this to kind of go away unless there's something reason behind it if there's something that they can they have planned for it I, this if they just think this is going to work it's going to it's going to go away soon because it's it's not good it's not good heat you know it's, it's go away heat speaking of go away heat we're moving on to AEW heels AEW um, their women's division has come under fire from fans saying that it's not up to par with what it should be. And then there's other people saying that they're not showcasing the women enough on Dynamite. I will tell you this. They have some they have some good talent. They have some interesting characters. But there's a lot of women in their division who are not up to the scale of what women's wrestling has been come from the WWE. Watching NXT, watching you know Raw and SmackDown, yes... Say what you want, but the Charlotte Flairs, the Becky Lynches, the Baileys, the Shasha Banks, the Rhea Ripley's, the Bianca Belairs, you know, the Candice LeRae's. There's women out there who are legitimately really good in the ring, and AEW has a few of them, and they have ones with a lot of potential. But right now, their women's division is still kind of treading water. It's still trying to find its place and where it's at. So a lot of people are like, they're not showcasing enough. Their division isn't strong enough right now to be showcased the way... WWE is. I mean, that's just point blank for real. Their their women's division is not strong enough to hold its own in a in in the shark infested waters of AEW at the moment. Uh, they're doing a women's tag team tournament 
on YouTube. A lot of people have complained about it being on YouTube and not being on Dynamite. And I say to this, the women are getting their own show on YouTube. It is focused solely on the women. It is female announcers. It is female ring announcers. It is wrestlers. It is their time to shine and show people what they can do. The May Young Classic, which everybody gloated about and how great it was, was on the WWE Network. YouTube is available to everybody. This is a free, you can, anybody can watch it. So if you really want to support women's wrestling in AEW, if you really want to get these women over, you need to tell everybody to watch it on YouTube. Watch it, support it. And then let let them let them shine, let them get it in, get their reps in, and let them show you what they can do, so that maybe we can build that division to be where it needs to be to be able to be featured more prominently on TNT and on Dynamite. Now, they have recently launched AEW. Brandy Rose, a chief branding officer, uh, the wife of Cody Rhodes, has recently launched AEWHeels.com. Um, there's there's a lot of misinformation out there about it. It is a. It was supposed to be a site for female wrestling fans to go and to actually be able to talk about the, the, the wrestling and what they enjoy about it and to have a safe place. Because if you go on Twitter, if you go on Instagram, if you go on Facebook, if you go on any of these the, the social media platforms, generally, and this is, this is 100% true, you can see it for yourself, a lot of times when a woman speaks up about professional wrestling, there's a lot of guys out there that just bash them and talk down to him for some reason. I don't know what the issue is. To me, I love a woman that can, that talks professional wrestling. If she likes professional wrestling, that is amazing. That is awesome. Because me being a huge wrestling fan, it would be so great to be able to talk to the woman I'm with about professional wrestling and us actually had enjoyed that together. Uh, but a lot of guys out there will bash a woman for having an opinion, just an opinion on a subject. And I never get it and I don't understand it and it's toxic and it's just it's ridiculous. They they kind of act like this is just a good old boys club and it's a guy's sport and there's nobody needs you know that we don't need women around this is for everybody professional wrestling is for everybody it's always been for everybody but AEW launched AEW Hills which is a play on you know the term babyface and heels and for $50 a year yes it's it's a paid subscription but I think and I know a lot of people have complained about that they're saying well if you really want fans and female fans and you wouldn't charge that this is just a bad idea no it's it's not because when they do the $50 a year, you're going to have, that's going to be the people that actually want to be a part of it. You're not going to have a bunch of trolls paying $50 a year just to troll people. You'll have a few. Yeah, that's going to happen. You'll have a bunch of, some guys on there pretending to be women because they feel like they, they need to be included. And it's not fair for women to have a place to talk about wrestling that men aren't allowed. Dude, you have it everywhere. Just don't worry about it. I don't, I don't understand the issue here either. Men that are complaining that AEW started this this website and this community for women. What's the big deal? If a bunch of women want to go on their own little thing and talk about it, that's fine. Let them. You can go do that anywhere else. You can go talk to all your buddies, start a discord, whatever. But the the $50 a year is to kind of cut back on the people that are going to be doing it and using it just to troll or just to be, for lack of a better term, asses, asshats. You know, you, you get those people that want to do it and they're going to stop that with the 50 bucks, it'll cut back on them a lot because a lot of people, a lot of these trolls and people who talk this this stuff online aren't going to want to pay to do it. They're going to do it for free. I think it's actually a fairly good idea. You know, if, if to give women a safe place where they can talk to Brandy and they can talk to Nyla and they can talk to, you know, the women of AEW and it's like a big community for them, great for them. That, that's just awesome. You know, let them... Let them enjoy it. Uh, Cody Rhodes started a thing when you first started AEW, and I didn't get in on this because I didn't see this. I don't know how I missed it. 
but he sent out a, a thing to where you could text him. And when you text, you're in a thing with him. He gives you updates. Now, is it him? I don't know. But it's something that was cool for fans, you know, to say. he. Uh, they'll tell you happy birthday on your birthday. They'll, you know, they give you updates on what's going on in the world of professional wrestling, updated card information, you know, stuff like that, ticket sale dates, pre-sales. They, they do stuff like that. And granted, it's, an auto, it's probably an automated system. I get that. But it gives fans a moment to where they can text and they get involved in it and it brought a lot of people to AEW this is the same thing it's not a text message site it's basically a, a social media platform for them let them have it I think it's a great idea if they want to let the women have a place to feel safe and to talk about a passion that they have that they don't a lot of times aren't accepted on because they like it or you know or anything like that um, it, it's a it's a great thing so, AEWHeels.com, um, if you're a woman in the professional wrestling, if you have the money, if you'd like to try it out, go try it out, see how it is. They are not a sponsor of the podcast, and, you know, I, I just think it's a really good idea for that. Moving on to actual heels. Actual heels. We're going to be talking the Paul Bros again. You guys know, I got no love for the Paul Brothers. I don't like them. I think they're arrogant. I think they're douchey. I think that they have gotten famous off of acting stupid. They've gotten famous off of being douches. And because a bunch of 13 to 17-year-old girls love them and think they're hot and attractive, they've gotten rich off of this. You can call it jealousy all you want to. You can say that I'm jealous they have money or they have a career or, you know, a fame or whatever you can say that if you want to that's fine i'll take it i don't like them because of their personalities never once have they come across as genuine or humble or a a person that i'd want to spend my time with that's just my opinion granted they might be playing a character i don't know but seriously just in sitting down interviews i've never once them seen them actually take any kind of any kind of remorse or any kind of responsibility for their actions and stuff that they do that causes problems or causes issues or even, you know, offends people. And I'm not one to say that if you offend somebody, they need to, you know, you need to be canceled. I'm not on that boat at all. I'm not part of that cancel culture, but they've done some stuff that have legitimately put people in danger, uh, causing ma causing riots at VidCon when they said not to. And he, and Logan decides he wants to you know, show these there, and he ends up causing people getting hurt and getting trampled. Like, like there's no reason to do this, and then you don't apologize for it. You know, there's stupid stuff like the suicide force. Showing a guy that is, you know, hung himself, and you you only apologize for it because you got demonetized on YouTube. That's the only reason you apologize for it. And it, just the, the fakeness that he has and the way they talk. But anyway, moving on to what we're talking about now. Both of them have done stupid stuff lately. Jake Paul just got raided by the FBI. Now, if you remember all the, the, the looting and the rioting that was going on in the wake of the protests for George Floyd in Arizona, it was caught on video. Jake Paul and some of his friends were at a shopping mall that was being looted and rioted, and they caught them there on video in, involved in all of it. Now, he swears up and down that he was just there. He was not participating in the looting or the rioting. But he was on video there trespassing. Now, granted, the Arizona PD did eventually dismiss it because of misdemeanors, but they're 
They dismissed it and they said they can bring charges up later as there's a federal investigation. His house was raided as they were looking for any kind of items that might have come from the Arizona uh, mall that was looted and rioted. And they can't say if they found anything. They can't say if they didn't find anything. It's an ongoing investigation. So they're kind of keeping it close to the chest and keeping it hush-hush. But the fact that this kid, and yeah, I call him a kid. He's 23 or something like that. This kid went to a mall where they were looting and rioting. You're famous. You, for I can't believe I have to be able to say this, but you're famous. You are a celebrity. People know your face. And you're walking around doing this because you think it's cool. That's exactly what it is. You wanted to be part of all this, all, all the cool kids and what they're doing. You wanted to be seen. That's all it was. And were you looting and rioting? I don't know. I didn't see you take anything, but you were there. And you're, you're stupid enough to do it. So... Why were you there in the first place? Why would why what would go through your mind to think that you should go to this and be involved in any of this? Because you got money. That's exactly what it is. You've got money. You knew that you were going to get out of everything, and so far you have. So far, you know your charges are dropped or whatever. It's fun. It's must be nice having money in this in this country, because it can get you off of a lot of stupid stuff. I ain't saying that I'm hoping you go to jail, but. If you did something stupid, you deserve to pay the crime for it. So, moving on to your even more idiotic brother, and he hasn't done anything as stupid as getting raided by the feds, but his his popularity must have been waning a bit. He hasn't been getting noticed a lot, I guess, because recently Logan Paul decides to put on Twitter that he would give $10,000 to any influencer that can beat him in a wrestling match. Now I know what you're saying, guy Jamie. You're just picking on him now. Like it's this is this is what's this is one of the reasons I don't like him. He's gotten cocky. He's had two boxing matches. He hasn't won one. He keeps talking about wanting to fight in the UFC, and he's thinking he's going to get this because of who he is, because he's Logan Paul, because you know he's got a bunch of low gangsters, because he's got a bunch of 14 year old girls that follow him on Twitter and YouTube and blah 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 blah. But he offered $10,000. Now, he didn't specify pro professional wrestling or amateur wrestling. There's a huge difference, but it seemed like the entire world started answering this. From people like Jeff Cobb, from people like Anthony or Ethan Page, to people like Ben Askren. That's right, Ben Askren, the two-time Danny Hodge Award winner, um, Olympic wrestling alternate, national wrestling champion, one of the best professional, or excuse me, one of the best amateur wrestlers of the modern era. He, he really is. Former UFC fighter, former one uh, welterweight, one FC welterweight champion, former Bellator welterweight champion. The dude can wrestle his ass off. That's what he's always been able to do. He says, he says, I'll pin you in, th- you in 30 seconds. Then, Logan Paul, being the douche that he is, decides to put up a video of Ben Askren losing in five seconds to Jorge Masvidal. Now, if you saw the fight between Jorge and Masvidal, Jorge Masvidal is one of the best uh, MMA fighters on the planet. Ben Askren ran in. He ducked for a shoot to shoot for a double leg. Uh, Jorge Masvidal threw a knee, caught him dead on the in the head, knocked him out. I mean, it was just a, it was a one in a million lucky shot, and it happened. Logan uses that as an excuse, like that's an MMA fight, buddy. You ain't using it throwing no knee. Askren said stuff happens but you didn't answer my question. 
Logan Paul is looking for attention. And I said that I tweeted at the Askren. I said, stop tweeting at him. He's looking for attention. And that's all the guy is doing is looking for attention. He's wanting attention again. His, 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 he must've been getting, you know, like I said, he must've lost a few followers or he didn't think his popularity was going up or his YouTube views wasn't up enough. So now he's got to create this whole, well, I want to take on somebody in a wrestling match. Step your ass up then. People are putting $10,000 up their self. There's plenty of YouTubers and and professional wrestlers and amateur wrestlers and Olympic alternates that are calling you out now. Now, I'm not going to take nothing away from uh, Logan on this. Logan is an athletic kid. He wrestled in high school. I, he might have wrestled in college. I don't know if he went to college. Anyway, he has some experience in, you know, background in amateur wrestling. And the kid's athletic. Like, I'm not going to take that away from him. He, he's in shape and he's athletic. But you're playing with this and you said influencer. So what's an influencer? Are we talking about a YouTuber? Are we talking about a Twitter person? Are we talking about an Instagram influencer? Are we talking about celebrities in general? What are we talking about here when you say that you are challenging any influencer? I'm an influencer to two or three people, you can say. You know, I've I've influenced some people on this podcast, I guess. Are you gonna are you are you saying that I can step up for ten thousand? I ain't taking that thing. Now if you wanna go fisticuffs, we can do it. We I'll I'll gladly do it for ten grand. But as far as wrestling goes, yeah, you'll beat me in a wrestling match. I ain't taking nothing I ain't even trying to debate that. But what's an influencer? And you have all these people and you ain't answering none of them. You ain't saying, let's do this. You ain't saying, hey, meet me at the gym here, meet me there. None of it. You just did it because you wanted some attention. You got your attention, and now you're moving on from it. And that's another. Re- that's one of the reasons I cannot stand the Paul brothers. Anytime they need attention, anytime they they feel like their their popularity isn't where they want it to be or nobody's talking about them, they do something stupid or say something stupid or do something like this just to get somebody to, to tweet at them or, or to Facebook them or to talk about them. Because it brings their their stock back up. They're they're clout chasers, and it's annoying. And I can't stand it because of it. But speaking of somebody I can stand, somebody I love, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Can we just talk about this guy? Can we just talk about... There's nothing this guy does that that doesn't turn to gold, okay? The dude's a great-looking guy. You can say what you want. I don't care. The Rock's a great-looking guy. He's got, he's got charisma coming out of his yin-yang. The dude's just so charismatic, in great shape. And everything he touches turns to gold. The guy comes from one of the professional wrestling's greatest families, the Noah family. His uh, mother ran the professional wrestling territory in Hawaii. His, dad, his grandpa was uh, Chief Peter Maivia. His dad was Rocky Johnson. Uh, former WWF uh, Tag Team Champion, Hall of Famer. He played for the uh, University of Miami Hurricanes. He becomes a pro wrestler, becomes one of the the biggest pro wrestling stars in history. Up there with people like Hulk Hogan, up there with Stone Cold, you know, the, the, these titans. He becomes one of the, the biggest stars ever in the sport. I mean, we still all know, you know, the people's eyebrow, the people's elbow, the rock bottom. Those are just some of his moves. We know about, you know, the jabroni beaten, pie eating, uh, son of a gun. We all know, know your role and shut your mouth. We we all these these catchphrases. He's great at one liners, and he's was just so charismatic. 
and he becomes one of the biggest stars in pro wrestling. Then he starts transitioning to doing Hollywood. Retired from pro wrestling, goes Hollywood, and becomes the biggest movie star in Hollywood right now. Every movie he touches, anything he puts his name on, makes at least $100 million. He is box office gold. He saved the Fast and the Furious franchise. People can say what they want, but after four, four was down. When he came in in five, it blew up. Anything he touches in Hollywood turns to gold. He is the highest paid actor in Hollywood. He has a fantastic show, Ballers, on HBO. And it seems like he might have taken that show, Ballers, a little too seriously. Because recently, as a lot of you might have known, Vince McMahon started the XFL again last year. He spent almost half a million dollars into it. And half a billion, excuse me, half a billion dollars into this uh, company, the second attempt at the XFL, and when it started, I was enjoying it. Man, the, the it was fast-paced, there was actually good, it wasn't like NFL-quality football, but it was two good college teams going at it. That's what it felt like. I enjoyed it. Then the pandemic hit, and when it did, it just killed it. And the XFL went bankrupt again. Vince McMahon filed for bankruptcy. And who do you know buys the damn XFL? It is The Rock. Not alone. The Rock and his ex-wife and some investors. So here's another thing. He's married. They get divorced. And they're still best friends. They're partners. She helps him do investments. And now they are both co-owners of the XFL. What are they going to do with it? I don't know. The way The Rock's talking, they're talking about actually trying to make a go at it. And it could be a huge success with him behind it. Because everybody loves The Rock. If you don't love The Rock, there's something wrong with you. The, the Rock is a humble guy. Like the way he talks, he's humble. He doesn't seem like an ass. I don't know him personally, but I've never heard anybody talk bad about him. Never heard anybody complain about him. Never heard anybody say he has an ego or this. Everybody says that he is just a genuinely good guy. Granted, I don't know. Maybe that's just them blowing smoke because he's the biggest star in Hollywood. But it seems like he is a great guy. The the, the way he comes off, he seems like he's, he's a humble dude. If you follow on Instagram, he's, he's just very proactive he puts 110 percent everything he does and it seems like he tries to motivate everybody and be as positive as possible and so now with him being an owner of the xfl where do they go from here if they they, they come it up people are going to watch the xfl because the rocks involved they're going to see what he does and it is very likely that the xfl could if they decide to actually give it a go they could make it they could make it with the rock there with the rock as the face of it they could make it. The Rock's going to be president one day, everybody. Whether you want to admit that or not, whether people like it or not, The Rock one day is going to be president. If he ran for president this year, he would have won. Even right now, we're 90 days from the election or something like that. He could go in right now, jump in the election, and he'd win. The Rock is that likable of a person. It's it's just insane. And for him to buy a sports league, to go from a guy who was living in a car with his mom, had seven bucks in his pocket, and he's told his mother, he said, well, we'll never do this again. We're never going to have to be this way again. To being one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood, owning a entire sports league, a co-owner of a sports league. And as far as I know, maybe the first Samoan African American to own a sports league. I, I could be wrong. I don't know uh, fully, but I believe he may be. And his wife is, or his ex-wife is one of the first, you know, 
is the first female co-owner of a sports league that I know of. Again, fact check me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe that she is. This is a huge deal. It's a monumentous thing. They bought it for $15 million. $15 million for a sports company and league that Vince McMahon and his investors put $500 million into. They bought it for $15 million. This It's insane to think about what could be. And if he decides to make a go at it, it's going to work. Why? Because he, everything he touches is gold. He's the Midas touch when it comes to being an entertainer. He's got the Midas touch when it comes to anything business-wise. Whatever he puts his hands on makes it. Because he is such a likable guy. And I'm not riding it, just trying to ride his jock. It's just it's being honest. Like The Rock's just a genuinely good person. You can see like you could see yourself hanging out with the rock and enjoying it. And you know, being buddies with the rock, having a beer with the rock, eating dinner with the rock. I've said the rock so much right now. His name is Dwayne Johnson, but everybody I'm gonna always call him the rock. Because that's what he was. He was the rock. And I've said it again. But I'm excited to see where the XFL goes. Because again, I was enjoying the XFL this time around. And it was actually doing well in ratings and attendance. And because the pandemic just kind of killed it, we we might have an even better XFL come out of it. We might have a new beginning of a new sports league that the NFL is more likely to work with because The Rock's not going to take shots at the, at the NFL. He's not going to try to compete with the NFL like that. He's just going to do his thing. And we might end up seeing some kind of collaboration there. What the AAF wanted was to be an NFL feeder system. We might have that with the XFL now because The Rock has that ability to be able to do it. We'll see. There's a lot of going on. I've just blabbled on and talked about a lot of stuff. A lot of, I'm just jumping over topics here, but it's stuff that's just happened in this past week and, you know, it's been on my mind. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for liking, sharing, and subscribing. It's been a great, you know, it's great doing this again. Great being back. So thank you all for the love and support. Follow me on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. Follow me on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. I am on Twitch at NerdPoolGaming. Um, thank you for the love. And until next time, that's NerdPool. See ya.